This is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is insurance premiums massive rise at the Opal Tower. Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So we've seen the article that's come through on the Australian Financial Review about the Opal Tower. And I've reposted this on Facebook, so you can go to my Facebook page to find out a little bit more information about that particular article and what is actually happening with the insurance premium at the Opal Tower and what kind of impact is this now going to have on the mascot tower and other buildings where building defects are starting to show up and and be more evident in our community uh, um, whether it's been portrayed out there on mainstream media or within the property media as well and what kind of impact it might have on various other strata high-rise buildings in Sydney and maybe in Melbourne and other areas. I've talked about the cladding issues and the oversupply issues on some of these units around around the uh, country and it really can now have an impact on what kind of insurance premiums are gonna come through on some of these buildings. Now, the insurance premiums that have been talked about at the Opal Tower are gonna to see an increase from $100,000 to $2 million. That's a 1,900% increase from in the, in the pr- previous 12 months insurance uh, policy. So this is an absolutely massive impact to the individual owners of that building And what kind of impact is then that going to have on a mascot towers? Are they going to need to review their current insurance policy, noting that, you know, all people are moved out of that particular location now? Or, um, and what kind of rise? And this might even have an even more impact um, on a mascot towers right now, as opposed to an Opal Towers, because we're talking about some major structural repairs that are going on in the mascot towers at the moment. And and it's still going to see unit residents not being able to get back into their house for at least a month while there's a preparation of the report on this particular building. So I wanted to give you a bit of insight and some thoughts behind what is actually going on and what we're thinking about or how things may work in future and what to be really careful about when it comes to you as a unit owner or someone that is looking to buy into a unit complex especially some of those retirees that are looking to downsize. And I feel like there's a bit of a danger in this because they're looking at these new off-the-plan units, but they could find themselves in um, financial ruin if some of these issues like an Opal Towers, like a Mascot Towers, do come up on the buildings they're looking to buy. So really keep a close eye on that for you or other friends or family members you know that are going through uh, these thoughts. So my first point I'd like to make is Um, This is high risk for insurance companies to take on policies like an Opal or Mascot Tower building and, you know, really to evaluate what kind of risks that they're going to have in some of these high-rise buildings in future. Are they going to get away from transacting or being involved with some of these strata blocks in the thought process that this is going to be an ongoing issue? Uh, so we really need to think about that. I believe it's a case that the um, Opal Towers are actually trying to source their insurance through an overseas company. So uh, actually looking outside Australia to actually get that policy in place. And that's why we're seeing the steep increase in that insurance policy for that building. So we want to really be 
taking note of when you're coming to Strata Buildings or Strata Insurance um, and being a unit owner. The second point I'd like to make is with the increase in insurance, it basically further devalues the unit value. So if you own a unit at the Opal Towers and you're seeing that increased and you're talking about having that individual cost go somewhere up from $100 you know, a year to like a $5,000 uh, price tag for the insurance as an individual unit holder. So that's quite significant for the increase that's going on. And like I said, it's 1,900% increase from last year to this year's insurance policy. So that's having a real big impact on the, the actual price. But if people are looking to buy that unit off you and you're a current unit holder, then what kind of value are they gonna put in in terms of a discount to actually wanting to buy into that building? So it's gonna take that building probably another five, 10 years at least to actually come out of the issues that are currently happening. So people are going to have to stay still, sit still, sit on that in, uh, that investment or their, their own place for quite a while until some of these issues are fixed and the costs are reduced. So it will, in the, in the short to medium term, really will affect those unit owners having that steep increase in insurance premiums. The third point I'd like to make is, will high-rise buildings need to provide structural reports every one to five years, which will increase their costs? So if insurance companies are stipulating that there is a, you know, the potential of risk is high at many strata buildings, in, you know, and it continues to be a problem around Sydney or around Melbourne or other, uh, Brisbane or other places around the country, are insurance companies going to want a structural report? Are they going to think that, well, we need the information to support your claims that there's no issues at the building. We need an independent engineer to actually evaluate your building. So thinking about some of these high-rise buildings, it might cost anywhere from 30, 40, 50, even maybe $100,000 to provide a report to an insurance company about what's going on. And they might even require you to actually fix a lot of those repairs before they're willing to actually insure the building. So this could be a flow-on effect to actually get buildings up to quite a high standard, which is probably a very good thing because we've gone about 20 years now um, when policymakers changed some of these rulings and probably got us into a position to um, have less high quality buildings um, being built. And this is um, an unfortunate thing for especially what we're seeing more so in Sydney than other areas right now. But it'll be interesting to see if that flow on goes into other areas. But I think what was pointed out in, in some of these issues that they tend not to be so much of the massive structural nature like an Opal Towers or Mascot Towers, but we're seeing a lot of repairs in terms of water egress, so waterproofing issues uh, coming from either balconies, rooftops, into basement car parks, from planter boxes and so forth. And also fire safety seems to be a big common, uh, big one that does come through as well. And they're high cost measures that need to be rectified. So, you know, what kind of structural reports will need to be requested from insurance companies? Um, it's not something that's in place right now, but I kind of envisioned that something like this will potentially happen. The fourth point I'd like to make, and it's just an extra bonus one for today, because um, most of the times I come up with three points to actually talk about on a, an individual topic, but I feel like it's a big one for this particular pro problem, is that what will the government do to stop this snowball effect? You think about a snowball, you know, 
rolling down the hill and it you know gathers speed and it gathers uh, strength and and um, and uh, you know weight of it as it moves forward and you think about the what kind of things will actually you, the government need to think about because it, it seems to be an ongoing problem and it doesn't seem to be stopping and you keep hearing more and more stories about strata buildings maybe not with the extent of a mascot or opal towers but seems to be an ongoing thing where you speak to engineers that are out there or inspectors um, and they seem to say the same thing that it's an ongoing problem it's a systemic issue within strata buildings and i know a strata manager um, who is on one of the councils in terms of strata the strata industry and actually talks about this is just a major problem that they're facing day in and day out as strata managers that they're having to rectify on some of these buildings and a lot of their works is not you know the day-to-day maintenance and repairs changing light bulbs um, you know fixing you know wear and tear on the building but actually the the big defects that are happening and you know when you start to get lawyers involved and as well and high cost for individual strata owners so that's what the you know the snowball effect and what kind of the government is going to do to really put their foot down and actually change an industry that is is really I, I I believe is really suffering at the moment and actually if it something doesn't happen fairly quickly this could just mean um, you know some big costs in future we're talking about some of these buildings changing over to um, current uh, BCA a building code of Australia standards right now and some of the older buildings don't have a higher balcony um, balcony height so typically if someone you know kids could actually jump over easily hurdle and actually you know fall off balconies and um, injure and, and hurt themselves or even you know be a situation that death is being caused out of it and then you've got other issues that um, they've tightened up on a lot on recently is you know uh, the in high-rise buildings, not being able to open the 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 windows more than a, a ten centimeter, hundred millimeter gap, so that kids can't fall out of it. And there's been ongoing issues. So once there was a, a few issues in this regards, they they went straight to it and and hammered that down. Now we've got the cladding issue uh, in terms of a lot of the buildings, and we've seen fires on buildings around the world with some of these out external cladding that is flammable, highly flammable, and um, has caused death. So. Now they're looking to rectify some of those issues as well. I guess what will come in future and what the government needs to think about is about some of those structural repairs and the poor building standards that are being put in place um, to actually just put up buildings but not have a longevity in these buildings. If you look back under some of the 1960s and 70s buildings, they're holding up stronger than what is being built in the last 10 or 15 years. And that's a significant difference on, you know, people's ability to grow their wealth and and not risk um, see, seeing these high costs come through, like increased insurance premiums, like um, big structural repairs, like getting lawyers and solicitors involved to represent them and take action on, you know, poor builders, um, you know, poor engineering standards, whatever it might be in this regard. So, government is really going to have to. You know, put their foot on and and really look to tackle this issue because this could be a big, big one. Um, because you know, when we comes to property, um, it's a it's a talking point for everybody because we're all involved in it. And uh, you know, the high rise building industry is one that is growing because of the, the the density of some of our cities, and especially in Sydney, where we have the the 
you know, uh, the highest population currently in Australia of a capital city, and the space of Sydney is is not getting any bigger. So we've got a situation where people want to live closer in the cities, closer to work, closer to infrastructure, transport, um, into facilities and amenities. So that is where we're going to have more high rise coming through, and we've got to really think about the building centers in future to keep the wealth creation going, and so people aren't building poor standard buildings that are going to then fall down in in 20 years time or 30 years time or that need to be real rebuilt during that time so a big issue coming up for opal towers for mascot towers but also for governments and individual owners of these buildings so it's one to watch out for really important topic to talk about because it's, it's going to impact a lot of people so if you want to talk about this particular topic further or think about your own property investing ideas and thoughts, please do give me a call on 0400 332 377. Thanks for tuning in.